Welcome to the Metron Manager Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we work to recover the dignity and mission of vocation. Learn more at metronmanager.com. Welcome to the Metron Manager Podcast. I'm Jonathan Nallen, your host. Today, we're going to be talking about making pickles. Did you know that Jesus actually commands us to make pickles in the Great Commission? And we're going to dive in and explore what it means to make pickles of all the nations. And I would say also to make pickles of your Metron. Dallas Willard wrote in Hearing God, Individually, the disciple and the friend of Jesus, who has learned to work shoulder to shoulder with his or her Lord, stands in this world as a point of contact between heaven and earth, a kind of Jacob's ladder by which the angels of God may ascend from and descend into human life. Thus, the disciple stands as an envoy or a receiver by which the kingdom of God is conveyed into every quarter of human affairs. So wherever you are standing shoulder to shoulder with the Lord in this world, it is your metron. You're serving as an envoy who is on mission, posted by God in a sphere of authority and influence. So if we have a mandate to be on mission in our metron, and the Great Commission applies to all believers, what does that actually mean that I'm an envoy in some dark corner of human affairs? What am I actually doing in my metron? Let's start out by refreshing our understanding of a metron. The Apostle Paul says in 2 Corinthians 10, 13, We, however, will not boast beyond measure, but within the limits of the sphere, translated from the word metron, which God appointed to us. So Paul had a metron and we have metrons. The metron is a measure of responsibility delegated by God to you in the midst of creation, culture, and spiritual history. So as a Metron manager, you're managing the process of transformation in your Metron. The word in the original language that the New Testament uses for transformation is metamorphosis. Okay, let's clarify what transformation or metamorphosis actually means. So looking at the Merriam-Webster dictionary definition, let's look at metamorphosis. It means change of physical form, structure, or substance, especially by supernatural means, a striking alteration in appearance, character, or circumstances. The company has gone through a series of metamorphoses, as an example, or a typically marked or more or less abrupt developmental change in the form or structure of an animal, such as a butterfly or a frog, occurring subsequent to birth or hatching. The metamorphosis of caterpillars into butterflies is a good example. I would suggest that no matter what vocation you are called to as a believer, you are in the business of metamorphosis or transformation. Today, we're going to look at the mandate for transformation that is contained in the Great Commission. Remember, the work of the Great Commission is a command to all believers, not just to those who we view as in full-time mission work. On mission is not an option, it's an identity. So to understand the mandate for transformation, 
let's explore a fuller understanding of what it means to baptize them in the Great Commission. And Jesus came up and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing, or the word baptizantes in the original language, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So that word baptizing or baptizantes in the Great Commission is an interesting word. We're going to take a deeper dive into that. And I want to look at a quick instructional section from Ed Silvoso's book called Ecclesia. Dr. Silvoso says, First, we need to realize that the English term baptize is a transliteration. Bible translators had access to words for dipping or dying, but none that expressed satisfactorily the much broader meaning of the Greek word baptizo. This was an issue for Jerome when he produced the Latin Vulgate version of the Bible. Lacking one word in Latin to render, quote, dip and submerge in tandem, unquote, he came up with a transliteration, baptize. That, regrettably, is inadequate in expressing the full idea, because the meaning of baptizo is broader than a ritual washing. Unfortunately, from there, the word baptize passed into other languages with this diluted meaning. Dr. Savoso continues, Baptizantes is the principal form of baptizo, a word that means to submerge, example given as in a sunken vessel. Baptizo was used to describe a process that resulted in a permanent change of state or condition. It, in turn, derives from bapto, which primarily means to dip or to immerse. So what he's saying here is the Great Commission word baptizante derives from two forms of the word baptize, baptizo and bapto. One is a quick wash or an exposure, or you could call it a blanching, in the Holy Spirit, then the process of submersion and curing something or someone, as in a sunken vessel. Dr. Savoso continues his explanation. The clearest example that shows the meaning of baptizo is a text from the Greek poet and physician Nysander, who lived about 200 BC. It is a recipe for making pickles, and is helpful because it uses both of those words. Nysander says that in order to make a pickle, the vegetable should be first dipped, bapto is the word, into boiling water and then baptized, baptizo, submerged, in the vinegar solution. Both verbs concern the immersing of vegetables in a solution, but the first is temporary, bapto, the blanching. The second, the act of baptizing the vegetable, produces a permanent change or baptizo. He continues in his commentary saying, the dipping of the cucumber in hot water softens its skin, making it receptive to the vinegar into which it has been submerged later. Without the former dip, the unsoftened skin would prevent or delay its transformation into a pickle. This is why in the case of an individual, the initial power encounter or bapto by the Holy Spirit must be followed by a permanent submersion or baptizo, in the word, the teachings of Jesus. The same is true for nations. This is fascinating study 
of that word baptizantes and expands our horizons significantly as we understand the Great Commission. I would suggest the same application and interpretation is true for your metron. There may not be anyone in your metron that needs initial dunking or blanching, but there are many who likely need to be pickled and preserved. There needs to be an emphasis on permanent change or transformation if we're going to be true to what the Great Commission is really saying. Your role as a Metron manager is to work to permanently submerge everyone and everything that is within your sphere of responsibility. People need pickled. Systems need pickled. Processes and practices need pickled. Worldviews need pickled. Industries need pickled. Governments need pickled. And nations need pickled. If they are not pickled, they will not be preserved. Preservation is transformation. Pickles are not able to revert easily back to being unpickled. Caterpillars who are transformed into butterflies do not deconstruct backwards into caterpillars. So the issue of transformation and staying submerged really matters in the Great Commission. The pickling process is a word picture of the discipling of individuals and of nations. Individual experience and long-term corporate exposure, saturation and transformation from vegetable to pickle, This was the original use of these original words in the New Testament times. Jesus essentially used a contextualized analogy that his audience would easily understand. The Great Commission was not a lofty, unattainable theological teaching. It was a simple, marketplace, blue-collar, every-man-gets-it command. Everybody understood in those days how to make pickles. They probably heard those words numerous times. Then we come to the word observe in the Great Commission. The qualitative or quality control aspect of the Great Commission. I talk at length about this in my book, Managing Your Metron. I believe it's key to becoming a successful Metron manager is to understand your role to observe, which comes from the word tereo, which means guard, protect, watch over, or to preserve. That's an interesting aspect of the definition of tereo. Jesus goes on to say, all that I have commanded. Pickling anyone? So this word observe or tereo that follows after baptizante means watching over the content. This is what I believe is we're getting at here in this understanding is that tereo, the work of tereo or teaching them to observe. What are we observing? We're watching over the content of the brine or the quality of the ingredients, the composition of the ingredients that you're pickling people and the nations in. You're co-laboring with God to manage the solution, the pickling liquid that will preserve and transform individuals, metrons, and nations. So we're on mission. As you're going, make pickles. To be on mission in your metron, you become a preservation factory. You make pickles from what you cultivate in your garden. What pickling process do you guard, protect, and watch over in your Metron? That's a question we need to ask. What do we observe around us? What can we lay hands on? What has God called us to? What's within the scope of our vocation, our scope of work? You are doing the work of quality control within your Metron when it comes to the sourcing of all that Christ has commanded, of the ingredients that go into the pickling solution. The work of Tereo is the work of quality control over what will saturate your metron. 
What are you saturating the pickles with? Have you even grown any produce? Have you harvested any? Remember, we're supposed to be pickle factories. Transformation and preservation, that's our business in the Great Commission and in the Kingdom of God. You as a Metron manager commissioned to pickle everything and everyone in your garden with the truth and the presence and the ways of God. That's how we see restoration and reconciliation, transformation of all things. So you are doing business or carrying responsibility in some form or fashion in life. You have some form of vocation. It might be school. It might be leading a government. It might be administrative. It might be parenting. Whatever it is, you have a vocation and you have a metron. But what are you actually trying to accomplish in the bottom line in this business? First, it has to be you who is all in, all in the solution, the pickling solution. Transformed people transform nations. we got to remember that. We first have to be transformed. Secondly, you're in the pickle-making business, holistically making other pickles, disciples, not just converts. If you don't pursue the pickling process, then the fruit of your labor will not remain. We are to be the salt that preserves in the earth, the pickling brine that transforms the cucumbers in our gardens. Here's an interesting thought that I'd like to suggest to you. The devil does not like pickles, at least not the ones that taste like heaven. I guarantee you that the devil and his kingdom do not want anything to do with heaven's pickling solution. And the best way to get rid of his influence is to stay baptized, stay immersed in the pickling solution so that you will eventually be completely preserved against being consumed by the enemy. What's the enemy's angle in all of this? His angle is to try to pollute the ingredients in the pickling solution or prevent the pickling altogether. Let's look at a few things that are involved in his angle on all of this. Rebellion, sin, corruption, cultural pollution. That would be the atmosphere of your metron or a nation. Disorder, chaos, brokenness in the people and nations around us. The enemy's list of preferred ingredients goes on and on and on. He may not be able to stop a vegetable from being blanched, but he can try to corrupt the transformation process so that the fruit won't remain. He wants to prevent transformation. He wants to prevent the change into a permanent state of Christ-likeness. Ultimately, he wants you to be transformed into his image and his condition into his culture. This is why your work of Tereo of guarding and protecting and watching over is so vital in the kingdom equation. This is where the spiritual fight manifests, the war over what ingredients will define peoples and souls and nations and metrons, what solution will determine the flavor of creation and culture around us. That's where the war is. When we talk about our nature being truly transformed as believers, it is similar to the nature of a cucumber being transformed into a pickle. Total saturation and fundamental transformation, becoming a new creature in Christ Jesus. Permeation by the presence, truth, and ways of God. So following this analogy, an apt expression would be to say that God loves pickles. If we're going to please our Father in heaven, then we have to co-labor with him to make really quality pickles. Fruit that remains, fruit that is preserved, fruit that the enemy cannot consume. 
How do we evaluate your success as a Metron manager? Let's ask ourselves some questions. Am I a pickle yet or am I just blanched, a well-intended cucumber? Remember, we reproduce after our own kind. So the world that's inside of us, the condition that's inside of us, defines the world around us and our Metron. Is there pickling solution permeating all the way through your soul? Are you totally transformed? Do the people and processes in your Metron get submerged in the solution of heaven, or the atmosphere, you could call it, whenever they encounter you or are touched by the work of your hands, your labor? Another question, are you actively seeking God for wisdom and instruction on how to create the right pickling solution in order to provide the right solutions for everything and everyone you influence? Another question, are you conscious of your commission to guard, protect, and watch over the ingredients, the influences that are transforming your Metron? Are you functioning in your Toreo role in the kingdom? As a Metron manager or pickle professional, as I like to call it, you're commissioned to bring solutions and transformation into your family, your friends, your acquaintances, your profession, your church. This is why the Great Commission matters to everyone in every vocation in the body of Christ. Work is a mission, and mission is work, and all are on mission. I hope you found this helpful as we work to develop successful Metron managers. I really believe this is a key foundation stone to put into the flooring, into the groundwork to build on top of in the kingdom of God. As you move forward, I pray for you that this would bless you and empower you and give you perspective on the Great Commission and help you really understand no one is off the hook when it comes to mission. Everyone is responsible. Everyone needs a missionized theology of work if we're to be true to the scripture and really obey and fulfill Jesus's command to baptize, not just to dunk, but to transform the nations and the metrons that we exist in. Thank you for listening to the Metron Manager Podcast, presented by Jonathan Nowlin and the Metron Manager Project. Remember, God has given you permission and a commission to work. Learn more at metronmanager.com.